In English, we might say the cream of the crop. In Hebrew, they would say the fat of the land. Uh, not that the ground is particularly oily, they'd also talk about the fat of the wheat, it's just that the fat is the best portion. And this is what Pharaoh offers to Joseph's brothers, the fat of the land. Genesis 47 from verse 17. Pharaoh said to Joseph, Tell your brothers, do this, load your animals and return to the land of Canaan, and bring your father and your families back to me. I will give you the best of the land of Egypt, and you can enjoy the fat of the land. Uh, this is a conversation between Pharaoh, the arch-ruler, and his right-hand man, Joseph. In Genesis chapter 41, Pharaoh had said to Joseph, I hereby put you in charge of the whole land of Egypt. So Joseph rules everything under Pharaoh. And through Joseph's wisdom, his spirit-given wisdom, the land is made prosperous. And then as people sell the land in order to get the food in the times of famine, actually the land becomes redeemed. It is brought back into the possession of Pharaoh. Under the right hand man, the land is blessed and redeemed. And as the famished and the guilty brothers of Joseph come to their brother, we saw, we saw this yesterday a little bit, these guilty brothers are brought in on the blessings of Joseph. It's amazing, really. What right do these foreigners have to the fat of the land? None, except that their brother has made the whole land fat. What right do these brothers have to share in Joseph's wealth? None. By rights, Joseph should have sold them into slavery the way that they had sold him into slavery. And yet he receives his brothers to himself and they enter into his inheritance. We saw yesterday how Joseph's story is Jesus' story. He is the beloved son, the spirit-filled ruler, the priestly king, the right-hand man who is raised from the pit to the throne in order to save the world. And when he forgives and blesses his brothers, we're being shown how Jesus treats us. We are sinners who deserve judgment, and yet we receive the fat of the land. Thousands of years after Joseph, Jesus stood on a mountain teaching. He is the true right-hand man, the ruler who saves the world. And here's what he proclaims in Matthew chapter 5, verse 5. Perhaps you know it. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Jesus doesn't say they shall inherit eternal life or spiritual life or some kind of blessings, though that would be true. He says they will inherit the earth. This future hope is not celestial, but very much grounded. In fact, it is cosmic. It's the whole earth. You know, if you're a Christian, do you ever feel like you're missing out in life? Do you look out at a world that rejects Jesus and do you feel like everyone else is just this blissfully happy millionaire and here you are struggling on as a Christian? Do you feel like everyone else is, you know, having the finest food and you're just left with some scraps of salad? No, Jesus has reserved the fat of the land for you. He has a cosmic inheritance. You cannot miss out. You are not missing out. You are inheriting the earth. And you think, wow. How? How could I possess the earth? Do I have to be bold? Do I have to be a go-getter taking life by the scruff of the neck? And Jesus says, no, that's not the way. Be meek. Be like Joseph's brothers. Be the desperately guilty, desperately needy sinner that you are. 
be, be the one, admit to being the one who by rights should be shut out of the inheritance. But today, just come to King Jesus, the beloved son, the priestly king. Come in repentance for your sins. Come meekly to him and he will receive you gladly into the fat of the land.